in this week's Complaint Corner, Godzilla vs. Kong, Andor, and some other shit. This is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve, and first we're going to talk about that badass Godzilla vs. Kong trailer. Uh, <laughs> so, Steve, I'm just going to... Are you in any way excited for Godzilla vs. Kong? Even just a little bit? What do you think? I mean, sure, it's got big monster fights in it. That's cool. Oh, thank God. I, I, I just wanted I just wanted you to be, like, like just a quarter excited. I mean, I, I haven't seen pumped. the other ones of the Godzilla things. I, ne- I never saw the first one, okay. and I never saw King of Monsters, Doesn't... and I don't care to. That's fine. But this one seems yeah, like it's got to. much more monster punching in it. And it's in full daylight, so it's not obscured by clouds and thunderstorms and shit. Uh, yeah, that was, like, a big issue with uh, King of the Monsters, uh, which they, like, sort of wrote into the plot because they um, had uh, King, G- King Ghidorah, Ghidorah have, like, yeah. weather manipulation powers, so that's what, like, a storm yeah, I, was always So I feel him, like this but... should have gone without saying, but I guess it didn't, so I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. Uh, if you have monsters in your movies that are bigger than buildings mm-hmm. and can shoot laser beams and whatnot at each other, and the whole plot of the movie is about how dangerous those monsters are, I don't want to see a single human being. I don't care what people are up to. I want to know what monsters are doing. <laughs> I don't give a you fuck know, how I... people are reacting to Godzilla. I want to see them get stepped on by his giant colossal lizard foot. I I tend to agree. I I think that uh, it's I get that it's hard. Like I get that monsters are expensive and the big CGI shots are expensive, and you can only do so much with that before it'll start looking bad. Then then don't um, make a movie that then if you can't yeah, pay for like, it. I, at this point, maybe we should just have um, all kaiju things not be movies, but just be like short films that like like really big budget short films like is is anybody down with that i am personally i mean it seems like, like it, it makes more sense actually like i want to have like minimum amount of human characters and i understand why you have to have some like because you do have to have some that's fine i, I mean get a bit, why. i guess yeah i guess uh but like it's just frustrating like i because no one no one is going into a godzilla movie uh, or of King Kong, any of these movies. No one's going into them like, ooh, man, I can't wait to find out what this, you know, human character is doing. Oh, man, I'm so excited to see the girl from Stranger Things in this. No one right, gives yeah. a shit. Like, right, like exactly. I don't care. <laughs> I like the girl from Stranger Things. Uh, what was it, Millie Bobby Brown? I think she's sure. great. I think she's a great uh-huh. actress. I think she did a, a pretty good job in the uh, King of the Monsters movie. But that's not why I'm there. <laughs> like, like, I don't give a fucking for, shit. <laughs> yeah, for example, in this trailer, we saw fucking uh, King Kong fucking Superman punching Godzilla off of a boat. That's the shit I paid to see. Yes. Yes. Uh... Now, before like, we go there, any further with was... this, can can we just agree that fucking King Kong stands zero chance of beating Godzilla? Like, in any conceivable so, way. So, okay. Alright, alright. Let, let's just let's just launch right into that. Um, I don't I'm assuming you noticed that like axe thing that King Kong had, like right at the end of the trailer. Did you, you mean notice Mjolnir? That? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, he or not Mjolnir, it's um Stormbreaker, right? <laughs> sure, yeah, whatever. It looks, yeah, that thing. So I do think that they're very deliberately 
trying to like level up King Kong. Like they have to give him some kind of tool. I mean, it, in it order definitely to looks like him... the human race is backing King Kong in this fight for some reason. It seems like it, yeah. Which is weird, given that they've pretty well established that Godzilla is sort of like a an agent for good in this universe. Like he's like a he's like a guardian of the planet, basically. I mean, um, I never saw the previous one, but I'm given to understand that it was like him versus Ghidorah, and we were all rooting for Godzilla to win against Ghidorah for some reason, for whatever that reason that is was. Correct. And now, for some reason, yes. we don't want Godzilla to be winning, because he's, I, I guess he's doing bad stuff. He's smushing people because they're, like, throwing out too many recyclable plastics or something, or whatever's going on out there. And now we've, instead of fixing our ways, uh -huh. we're having a giant monster gorilla come and fight our battles for us. <laughs> uh, pretty much, yeah. I, I, I think that that's Sweet. going to be, like, a huge part of, like, the human plot of the movie, is trying to figure out why Godzilla is behaving sure, the way yeah, he's sure, behaving sure, sure. um and like i i think that the idea behind these films is that, is that they want to have like the human characters be the main characters and they're just kind of reacting to these larger than life well, battles that's, that are happening that's like what them. happened in the first movie when we only saw eight whole minutes of godzilla that was what that movie was about yeah. it was like yeah what are the people yeah. doing in the face of a giant monster attack or like whatever that found footage movie was with the Cloverfield monster or whatever. Oh, Cloverfield? Yeah, 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 Cloverfield. yeah. That thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's that, where we're seeing what people's yeah. point of view is from the monster fight. And that's Which, fine. Like, you know, I, that has I its place, I guess. A... Yes, it has its place. I completely agree. Like, I like that story, but, like, I feel like the time for that has passed. Like, it's like, now I just want to see giant monster fights. Well, that's I feel, like, I feel like you can only do that if the movie's about one monster. If the movie's about a fight of monsters, it seems like you should be focusing on that, because that's the more interesting story. Or, I mean, I story's agree. not the word, I, but it's more yeah. interesting to look at. Yeah, I, I I do think that, yeah, like, when you have, especially something like this, where, you know, it's King Kong versus Godzilla, it's, you know, it's the rematch of this century or whatever. Like I'm putting know, my money on Godzilla, for the record. That's what gets butts and seats. What? Say I'm again? putting my money on Godzilla, for the record. That's fine. The nuclear I... lizard with the laser breath, I'm putting in that I'm putting all my money on. Okay, him. but if King Kong, let's just get back into that. If King Kong is given a tool that basically lets him nullify Godzilla's like nuclear breath, like if he mm -hmm. has some kind of item that absorbs nuclear radiation mm -hmm. and so that's no He's got the stick of plus him. 3 radiation breath protection, sure, whatever. Yeah, sure. Let's just, you know, uh, like, is it ridiculous? Fine. Like, does it make scientific sense? Not really, but I don't give a shit about any of that. I could give less of a crap about that. If you give Kong the ability to not be affected by Godzilla's nuclear breath, then I do think that he could at least give Godzilla a run for his money. Like, you know, I think at well, least I feel like now a, it's a this fight. Is, okay, this this is going on absolutely no information, because I don't know if, if Jack Diddley about any kind of kaiju thing. But uh, he's a giant gorilla, and he has, like, full range of motion with his arms. I feel like he punches harder than Godzilla does with his tiny little T-Rex arms. I feel like exactly. that's probably a, yes. a big advantage. Godzilla is basically going to rely on biting guys otherwise. And he's got that big old fuck-off tail, I guess. Now, the fight in the water... 
that should have been an immediate end. I don't know how they're going to write that Godzilla didn't kill King Kong in that water fight on the boat because there was zero way yeah. for him to effectively combat him in the water, but somehow they're going to get away with that. Teleportation, yeah, I, maybe. I'm curious about that as well, because like we saw in the trailer, so clearly, you know, they, they, grab, they grab King Kong and they're bringing him back to the main, you know, continent or whatever mm -hmm. and godzilla loses his mind he's like how dare you bring that dirty ass monkey into my territory uh, or something sure like, okay you know fine and then they fight and then uh we see king kong like jump off of the boat to yep. dodge the laser it's breath presumably into the water into the water i would assume and then immediately it should be like a crocodile situation and godzilla should just grab him and just pull him underwater and drown him. Right, yeah, And yeah, that yeah, should yeah. be the end right there. <laughs> like, like that. So, I, yes, I agree that, like, the only thing I could think of is that maybe Kong is able to do something that hurts Godzilla, and then Godzilla runs away. Because he's just an animal, right? Mm -hmm. If you hurt an animal, their natural instinct is to well, go and hide. No, because I, I feel like Godzilla is, like, so pseudo-intelligent. Just like Kong is pseudo-intelligent. I feel like there's a level of sentience there. Yeah. Like a dolphin I mean, or a chimp, maybe. Sort of, kind of. He's like, I mean, I don't think that Godzilla is as intelligent as King Kong, for example. He has, like, a primate brain. You mm -hmm. know, so I feel like Kong, at least in theory, would be more strategic in how he would approach fighting godzilla i mean godzilla is a force of nature you know like he doesn't make choices he just does what he does and that's that you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i don't think that godzilla is truly intelligent in that way like he has rudimentary intelligence or maybe I mean? he's got ancient cthulhu knowledge that you mortal brain couldn't possibly understand maybe i don't know I, probably I not, do think that, that i do think that kong is smarter than godzilla i just believe that um and that's that was pretty well established in the Kong film, uh, that like he uses tools multiple times throughout the movie. He has this connection to humans. He protects some humans. Like Godzilla doesn't exactly do that. Like I think he had like a connection to a human once, and but not really. I mean, Godzilla spent most of his two movies just fighting other monsters because you know the other monsters show up and then godzilla's like all right let's fucking go and that's that you know he doesn't really interact very much with any humans directly king kong mm -hmm. absolutely does and that was very clearly established both in his movie and in this trailer well yeah he kills so, like the skull crawlers or whatever yeah yes I'm, I'm surprised you knew that have you seen this movie i thought I've you seen hadn't kong, seen it. i've seen king kong or, or kong or skull island or whatever the hell this new one skull island yeah it's yeah, yeah 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 kong skull island is the name of it okay yes uh, i have seen that also my uh megan and i have decided that we are going to like rewatch all of those movies before we see this new you one. mean all three and of I, them uh, well, yeah, but uh, we're also going to try to get through as many of the classic Godzilla movies as we can. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's I don't crazy. know how far we're going to get. Not yeah, very that's far, a lot. I wager. That's a lot of movies. Uh, uh, we've already yeah. seen the very first one. We saw that, which um, is was, old as was, fuck, but still, it's good? still entertaining. Was that good for if you? you go in, if you go into the original Godzilla knowing that it was made you know, like, 80 years ago, it's pretty good. Like, it's okay when you remember that it was made 80 years ago. Does that make sense? Uh, I see <laughs> what you're trying to say, but I don't know that I can get on board with that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's obviously aged. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying. I to say. should say it's, so. That's no. a man in a rubber costume with a spark pack in his mouth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly correct. Um, but I, I'm going to say that I don't think that I think Godzilla will ultimately win. But I also think that there will be an opportunity for Kong to theoretically win. I, if I had to give it odds, I would say like 70-30 in Godzilla's favor. It, it really depends on how much Kong has access to tools that will allow... Like if he has like some kind of weapon that can just slice through Godzilla's, um, you know, scales What, like or a whatever, lightsaber? It, They're going to give King Kong a giant yeah, lightsaber? If, yeah. Yeah, if they give King Kong a giant uh, a giant lightsaber that can just absorb all of the nuclear energy and cut through his scales, like okay, I feel like Kong would win. You know, like like fine. Well, then in the next movie, they're gonna have to have Godzilla come back as Cyborg Godzilla with like a robot half. I mean, there already is a Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, but that's not the same thing. That was a that was a creation by people to fight Godzilla. I really, though, yeah, I mean, no, you're right. Uh, I just wanted to make this one last statement about this movie. Uh, I really, really fucking want a firm, de- decided winner. <laughs> no. Won? no. I want Godzilla versus Kong. I want a clear winner in this film. The, now, I will say this about, like, versus movies. I can't believe I'm going to say this. But I think one of the only films that did it okay was, oh my god, I can't believe I'm going to say this, Batman v. Superman. Because Batman v. Superman very clearly had a winner. Batman won. He was about to murder Superman. And the only Mm -hmm. reason he didn't is because they have the same, their mothers have the same name. That's a stupid moment. But at the very least, it clearly established You don't know that King Kong and Godzilla don't have the same mom name. Save Mothra. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm not the first one to make that joke, but it because it's so obvious. But um Yeah, I really hope that it's not something like that. Like I would ve- I I don't know how I don't know what I want as for like the ending of this movie. Like well, I can I tell can't you what decide. you're gonna get. What what do you, what do you think I'm gonna get? Uh, you're gonna get two monster people fighting very very closely tying, and then something else is gonna happen that requires them to stop fighting. Either a mutual respect or a bigger uh, fight's gonna happen, or King yeah. Kong is gonna realize that people aren't worth fighting for or something. They're not gonna kill each other, and there's not really gonna be a winner because they can't afford to have that in their very precarious stupid monster universe if they want to keep making movies. So there can't be a definitive best That's one. True. And both Godzilla and King Kong are like you know, title characters. So they're definitely not going to have one yeah. be worse than the other. Ah, it's so annoying. I just want, I want a clear winner. Well, Why de- is that y- such a crazy idea? Because uh, then it's done. Then they can't make more movies. There can't be a rematch then. There can't be Godzilla versus King Kong 2, Electric Boogaloo, where one of them might win. I mean, I would watch a 2. I... I I'm I'm worried that uh, when I finally do see this movie, we're going to we're going to be sitting here talking about how disappointing the ending was. I think that I mean, there's no good ending to this. I'm movie. I'm thinking like, I'm already don't... not gonna like the plot because there's like a like some kind of stupid like monkeys versus lizards war going on. Apparently, is what is what yeah. I took away from that. I actually I'm not into love that. that. I think I'm that's not fun into as that. Hell. No, I'm not oh, into that. Man, I think that that's. I that wanted them so to cool. be like 
unique species and have them just kind of clash for the first time ever. And it's like, hey, we found our own giant monster thing to fight and they had never met previously. I don't want there to be oh, like a, no. this is a fucking I, like well, white Martians versus green Martians thing. No, I love this like ancient blood feud thing that they seem to be going for here. I think that yeah, that only okay, works established... if these are intelligent beings, which we have established, which you have just told me that they are not. Well, okay, I think that Kong is semi-intelligent, but Godzilla is not. I don't think so. Like, Godzilla are the is... skull crawlers like ancient Godzillas? Maybe Ew, that would be I kind of a fun idea. I don't like, like that a... at all. What if they're, like, Godzilla's cousins or something? No, you know I, I mean? want them like, all to like be unique. Related. I want them all to be primordial beings what? from the beginning of time, and no. I want them to be unique. I don't want a species of Godzilla. I like the idea. I like no. the idea that they are related. Like, no. I think that's fun. No. no. Oh, no. no. I Once love Once you start establishing like a, a species that. of something, it stops being unique and interesting. Monsters no, are no longer exciting. it's becoming more no. real and plausible. No. Well, that's the problem. You don't want real and plausible in your giant monkey versus giant lizard movie. I I, want, I shouldn't have to explain want, that like, to you. Okay, what I want is I want plausible if you squint. That's what I'm going for. Oh, I don't even that's want what, that. That's my desire. I don't want that. I, I can only enjoy this if it's absolute insanity. I want pushed to the brim really? of... Really? Yeah, I, I, I want it to be the entire... Like, up against the wall of plausibility. Like, as long as gravity oh, no, I... still exists, I think I'm okay. <laughs> See, I just, I think that there's a, there's just a divide here between what you and I want from this. I like sort of plausibility, and you don't want any. Like, you just want Not in my giant monkey movie, I don't. The yeah. most ridiculous Fucking shit lean ever. Into the I could insanity, probably yeah. enjoy, I could probably enjoy a movie like that, but I don't think it would have, like, the lasting value that I would want from it. I, oh, you I, think this I is love... going to be a cinematic masterpiece remembered for the ages? No, this is no. going to be a fucking Transformers okay. movie when it's done. Masterpiece? No. Do I think it's going to be a masterpiece? No. Do I think that it might be a, like, giant event film that is actually remembered in ten years? I, I hope. I hope so. Like, mm, that would be nice. I don't nice. see it. I don't see it. I mean, I, I can't say that I'm like expecting that, but that's what I'm. Well, that's what I want to happen. Well, I guess it's always uh, nice th that when things succeed, but I'm just letting you know that I don't think that's going to happen, and I am fully yeah, okay no, with I them mean, yeah, just leaning into the crazy are... and just making the most nonsensical fucking. Dude, King Kong gets a goddamn thunder hammer. Like, this is not. <laughs> this is nonsense. It's just a giant smashing monster movie fight, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. Like, I'm on board for a big two and a half hours worth of lizards and gorilla fighting. I'm good with that. I just don't want them to try to make it art. Okay, fine. That's fair. I I, I, I see where you're coming from. I don't agree, but I see where you're coming from. Um, well, that's good. But anyway, I also see where you're coming from and don't agree, so, so I excited. guess we're just going to have to disagree. And that's okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm very excited for this movie. And I might actually see it in theaters. If if I feel safe if, doing if so. If that's I an option for you, sure. Yeah, if that's an option. We'll see. It's coming out in March, so we'll we'll find out then. I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, oh, my. So I, was just, news... I was just thinking to myself, the trailer said March of 2021. And then I remembered that it is, in fact, 2021. That it, it is. Yes. 2020 did actually end. It doesn't seem like it or feel like it, but it did. Well, we there wasn't much of a New Year's celebration, so, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. The, like, Nobody was going out. Did anyone do... 
Somebody did for the new year. I Somebody I did. Didn't. I didn't. I didn't. There was no I party. I didn't go in and, and and get shit faced. I was at work that day. Uh, yeah, I was not at work that day, but that's only because like I wasn't supposed to be or whatever. It just worked out. My schedule worked out that way. But anyway, we're moving on to our next thing, and that is that uh, apparently a Harry Potter television show is in early development slash talks uh, over at HBO Max. And so this is not something that is like set in stone in development. They're looking for sorcerer's you know, stone. Like, we don't. We don't have a writer. We don't have a director. We we don't even have like basic plot details. This is more of just. So I just so, wanted to take. So basically, this. somebody at a table said, "But what if TV show?" And that's what we're reporting. Yes. But okay. I that's I just wanted to take the opportunity to say, "What if TV show?" Is there any? way where a harry potter tv show would be good what do you think steve is is there a way probably is I mean, it gonna happen do you no. think it will be good no i don't no <laughs> um see i think that in theory it could work only because like harry potter they don't really do a whole lot of magic despite the premise of the show and <laughs> yeah. the series like there isn't a, like it's just a whole lot of British shenanigans, and I think British that a lot of the magic, I think a lot of the magic that they that they do do, I think you could do <laughs> use on a, a relatively small. I, I did say doo doo. I think a lot of the magic that happens you could do on a relatively small budget. Like I don't think that it requires grand, expensive effects. Like it's just like let's make a thing float in midair. You know, shit like that. Like you can do that pretty simply and easily. Um, so I do think that a Harry Potter show could work from like a money standpoint. They could, they could, they could. You mean like it's feasible to produce? Yes, I think it's feasible to produce. So like, okay, fine. But I really would like to know like time period. Right. Like if this okay. Was like so, a... so, so here's what, what? what do you here's think? the lesson. Here's the lesson. Um, what? Fantastic Beasts and whatnot have taught us is that the Harry Potter universe mm. is actually not that interesting. Like, the thing that people came for <laughs> yes. for the Harry Potter movies was to see Harry Potter and gang fight Voldemort. That was basically what folks were there for. And when you take out that and, element, and which Hogwarts, you will inevitably yeah. have to do to make this show, and I assume it's just going to be about some kid wizards, probably at Hogwarts, maybe, who knows. It's going to be like not interesting you know because the wizarding world of harry potter turns out is not that as fascinating of a subject it's just kind of like olden times our world and a lot more things float than you'd expect <laughs> so uh this is something that i think is a fundamental flaw with harry potter as a grand universe and that is that harry potter like the original books uh, it was a coming-of-age tale. It was, it, like, that was about children in school learning about this grand universe. Like, it's not made for adults. It's not meant to have a grand overarching story. It's meant to be, like, you know, Timmy's first fantasy thing. <laughs> That's what it's supposed to be. That's what it was for a lot of people, including me. And, like... 
when you view it from that lens, when it's like, I'm 11, this kid is 11, he gets in, I feel lonely, this kid feels lonely, he gets invited to this fantastical castle where he gets to learn about magic, that's so cool, I can't wait to see what happens next. When you view it from that lens, it is fucking fantastic, I love Harry Potter. But as soon as you start exploring the grand mythos of the universe is where it completely fucking falls apart and it doesn't make any goddamn sense whatsoever. Like, <laughs> like I mean, what is like, like the whole Fantastic Beast movies proved that, like, especially the second one, because like they st they tried to have callbacks to the to the original books and movies and it didn't work mcgonagall is alive despite the fact that it's like 30 years before she was born there's all kinds of weird <laughs> yeah it's just, the whole thing doesn't make any fucking sense when you actually sit down and try to figure it out because it was written by a children's author who suddenly got the idea that she wanted to be an adult's author except she hadn't done any of the homework necessary for that to work which is why the whole thing immediately falls apart when you start pouring water into it. Like, don't right. pour water into it. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't work for that. That's not what it's meant for. Well, this is uh, the same. This is the same problem I think I have with the um, this new Harry Potter Vigi game that's coming out. There's like a fucking uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know anything about it. I just know that it appears to be about a child in Hogwarts. And the problem that you have with this is like Hogwarts is full of not interesting people. Like. Harry Potter and gang were kind of the exception to that rule of, like, people that are going to go and do exciting things, whereas everybody else is just kind of there to go to school. And it feels weird to have any kind of Harry Potter-related plot that's not Voldemort-related, you know? It's kind of like, it does um, feel weird. fucking, what, uh, the Lord of the Rings game, where it has that, uh, goofball with the broken sword and, like, the elf that lives in his skull. What are those things called? Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. It's like that. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this yes. is this is the universe where the exciting stuff happened, but this isn't the exciting character. This is like some new guy that's tangentially related mm -hmm. to the world, and I can kind of see how the world is around this guy. And it's like, oh, fucking the Lonely Mountain is back there. That's a thing that exists in the cool thing that I like. But also, who is this guy? This isn't mm -hmm. insert character here. You know, yeah, it's, this isn't Frodo. It's not Bilbo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just I some jackass. You. And, and also, agree. that story was also related to the fucking One Ring because fucking Sauron was in that game. So even the separate plots tie back to the only plot. So if we have to do that with Harry Potter game, it's gonna be very strange. To, to, uh, basically, I don't uh, think Harry actually, Potter a, can survive as a series. Uh, I agree. I I think that Harry Potter, like, I think that the only way this is going to work is if it's so, like, maybe if it's so far removed from the main plot of Harry Potter, like, if you go, like, if you rewind the clock back to, like, the 18 or 1700s, maybe you could do that. I like, mean, but at that point, you're basically just, that, that's just an entirely different season. You're just basically, yeah, you're making a whole new thing that has the rules of Harry Potter. That's what you're doing at that point. Right, like, and some I of the names that might that be similar. Work. Like, you could maybe include a couple of, like, historical characters that have been mentioned once or twice in Harry Potter. Oh, my like, God. Like, actually, now, now that I'm thinking about it, I would love if if this show is about, 
like the creation of Hogwarts and like Godric Gryffindor is there and the Hufflepuff lady is there and Salazar Slytherin is there. That is something that I would fucking watch. I would be interested in that. What like those because four you people? could have it be so far. It would, yeah, if you had a show that was about the four people who created the four houses and like their creation of hogwarts and salazar slytherin is a dick and he's racist and he has an evil snake that he summons <laughs> that he has living in the castle that murders uh people who he doesn't like because so he's do racist. we do we think that those guys <laughs> so do we think that those guys had an interesting t- story to tell or are those just I mean, four guys that I got together that and started could have had an, i assume they must have the fact that they're still remembered all these years later means to me that they must be important and they must I mean, have done some important I, things. I will probably really stipulate. They are. I will stipulate that that is probably the most interesting thing you can do with a Harry Potter universe. I think that is probably the best okay. course of action you could take. I don't think that's what we're getting, but I believe no, that that I would be the answer if you wanted to make something in the Harry Potter universe where things people might actually be interested in seeing. That would probably be it. Uh, this is I would like to see to the guy this... with the sword oh. that's made of griffin uh, tears or whatever. Yeah, exactly. This is going to tie into something we're going to talk about later, but it's kind of like with Star Wars with the like the Knights of the Old Republic. It's like it's so far back in time and it's so removed from the plot that we're familiar with that it ha- that it feels new, but it also feels familiar at the same ah, time. But I think that's the other side of the coin. I think Star Wars is the opposite, where Star Wars you can put anything in the Star Wars universe and put Star Wars wallpaper on something, and it will be good. Yeah, because that's people true. just like the <laughs> Star Wars universe. You know, yeah. well, okay, yeah, it has the possibility. Anything can and will suck, but like, you know, you can. They've proven multiple times that you can put something in, like the fucking Mandalorian. You can put something in the Star Wars universe and have it have nothing to do with Star Wars stuff, and mm-hmm. you're golden, dude. I mean, yeah, exactly. Fair, I, I guess fair point. There was in fact a Luke Skywalker in the last episode, but barring that, there wasn't really any. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars it's classic. connected, but that's not what it's about. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that if 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 they if the Harry Potter universe took a page from the Star Wars universe and did that, I actually think that it might work. But they haven't done that yet. And well, like, no, see, I that's, think that's maybe... just my point, though, is that Harry Potter sucks balls as a universe. So anything you put in there well, that's just is it. just going to be is... weird. I mean, I mean, at the same time, the Star Wars universe sucked quite a bit like 10 years ago like the prequels suck i'm sorry for the prequel fans that are out well, there no that, that's, those movies that's that's an isolated incident quality of the movie i'm talking about the universe the yeah. tapestry that thing is inside like the yeah, harry potter universe true. does not have anything to offer me that i that i would care to see whereas star wars that has true. like fundamentally mm-hmm. infinite things and actually it's got wizards too but they have lightsabers so that's cooler which is so much cooler that's true yeah actually now that i think about it the, the thing about Star Wars that works so well is the universe. The thing about Harry Potter that works so well is the specific stories of Emma these Watson. specific characters. And okay, fine, and Emma Watson. But that actually, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say this every time it gets brought up. Emma Watson is not that good of an actress, even in the Harry Potter universe. She's not that talented. I think, quite frankly, she's over. She's overrated. That's fine. The more for me. The only reason that people love Emma Watson is because she is cute, and that's it. Emma, <laughs> if you're out there, no. Adam is calling you all these terrible things, but I would never hurt you. I would respect you, like <laughs> a, unlike Adam. 
So if you want to give me a call or I, send me a tweet talented. or something. Wow, she, I can't believe she, she just said that to not. you. Let's, babe, let's get out of here. <laughs> oh my god, Steve. But anyway, Harry Potter show. Could it work? Maybe, but probably not. Like, I, I would like to know more about the actual plot before I'm going to get in any way interested. Because Fantastic Beasts is terrible. Agreed. Uh, Cursed Child is terrible. Who? The original, mo- the original books and movies are still pretty good, but, like, they're not that good. Like, the actual, the world building of the Harry Potter universe has always been trash, uh, which is why it doesn't work as a franchise. Anyway. Dude, do you remember when Harry Potter came out? Oh, God, yeah, I do. Like, do you remember the fucking phenomenon Harry Potter was? Dude, yes, I do. I remember there were every single kid, or basically every kid in my school had read and seen the Harry Potter movies. Like, these were fucking events. Like, it was huge. I remember when the sixth book came out and everybody lost their fucking minds. I remember my, my sister read the entire book in one night. That is how fast <laughs> wow. she read that. And that's a long fucking book, too. Like, like holy fucking Man, I, shit. Man, I got, like, most of the way through the first one. <laughs> really? Yep. <laughs> that's it? Uh, I actually, uh, I read the entire series in, I, as a reread thing way back when. Like, it was over summer. I read the entire series in a month and a half. That is, I was able to do that. I was is basically it? just reading hmm. the books all day, every day for, I like, think, like a month and a half. I think the only yeah. fantasy series that I have ever read all the way through is Narnia, and I've only read them really? out of order. Oh, wow. I was about to say, I tried reading Narnia, and I was bored out of my mind. Yeah, and I've only read them Narnia. out of order. Well, I, I had them all from, I don't know why, I don't remember why, they were just all in my home for some reason. And I used them for book reports in school, but I didn't read them in order. So I don't really remember what happened in that story, other than there was definitely an Aslan. And he was definitely in many of the books. But yes, he was. I probably that would have true. had a more comprehensive understanding if I had read them in order instead of randomly. I, but whatever. This is going. This is generally something we don't talk about a lot in the show. And I'm just going to briefly talk about it. But um, I, I remember reading Narnia back in the day... I was mostly enjoying it, uh, but um, when I found out that it was like the whole thing is just an allegory for Christianity, uh, I kind of like started to sh- shove it away, and I wasn't as interested anymore because it felt like propaganda at that point. My dad is very, very uh, atheist, which I think I've talked about a couple of times. What before. level atheist is he? Uh, my dad. So, <laughs> actually, this is kind of relevant because i was just talking to him like last week i introduced my dad to the dresden files novels Mm -hmm. and um there's like all kinds there's angels and there's all kinds of like religious stuff in those novels uh and he hates that aspect of it which he's one of those that's cool like he's one of those people where if you mention angels if you mention god if you mention devils satan any of those things anything related to christianity he immediately hates it no matter what no matter what the context is no matter what's going on he just his first reaction is disdain like, what if i'm talking really about angel food cake disdain uh, so that's well, okay shut okay. up no so it sounds like he's not inter- not like a fun guy to have a conversation with then 
no, not really. He's a very, very aggressive atheist. Uh, and <laughs> cool. he firmly believes that he is right and everyone else is wrong and everyone else is just stupid because they believe in this thing that is obviously not true. Is he? If he and had so access to Twitter, of... would he be one of those debate me atheists? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's he would be one of those debate me atheists. That is my father. So I have some <laughs> cool. of that in me, but it's not mine. It's... It's stuff right, that you I just, just, you just like, took that with you. Absorbed from my dad, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, sure, sure. Uh, which is why I never really got into the Narnia books because it was right during that very develop, you know, th- that very integral part of my life where mm-hmm. I was trying to mimic my dad, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is religious. I don't want to read this anymore," and so I didn't. <laughs> I don't want religion in my stories. Uh, sure. Yeah, exactly. And I, I now, as a more mature adult who has had a lot of really interesting and profound conversations about religion and faith with my wife and with other people, I think that I would be more interested in Narnia, except now I'm too old to truly enjoy it. You know, it's like, I feel like I missed the boat on Narnia. Sure. <laughs> like, it's, it's too I, I don't now. know if there's like a, I can't. you know, like a time limit on that, but, you know. Maybe just as maybe, a, maybe, maybe just as like a bitter it, adult, but... you can't enjoy those things anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, we're gonna move on to our next piece of news here. Does your da- hang is... on? No, hang on. I'm not done yet. Does your dad enjoy right, the My Little Pony? No. Okay, so your dad is I, a, I, a debate as, me atheist who enjoys anime, and I'm having a cool like, I have a cool mental picture of what your father looks like. I think, and. It's also, probably not accurate. Uh, ginger. Just, oh, just that so helps. Cool. I'm all right. Nice. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stick that on top. Nice. Okay. I'm forming a picture, and locked in. Okay. I know what your dad looks like. <laughs> oh God. There. Okay. Uh, you know what? Just I I can't believe I'm spending so much time talking about my dad in this episode. But whatever. As another quick thing, uh, there was a time in my dad's life when he had a ponytail. Because oh. he was writing a book. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't cool. anymore. Cool. He doesn't anymore. But, uh, but uh, he he was writing a book, and he was like, I'm not going to cut my hair until I've finished my book. Oh, that's so uh, cool. But then, <laughs> but then that didn't happen, and, you know, that was five years ago. Oh, and I want to so meet him. eventually he just cut I want to meet hair. him so bad. Why didn't you invite me to your wedding? <laughs> Uh, I mean, my dad wasn't at my wedding either. I know, so. I know. Uh, but oh man, I just want to yeah, get this guy's autograph. My dad is is a my dad's an interesting character, and it took me until like my mid twenties before I realized just how strange my dad is compared to like everybody else. How tall uh, is your dad? Like, it was like, uh, oh, my dad is shorter than I am. I think he's like, I want to say he's like five five or five. Oh six. man, that's a that's a lot of character packed into a little fella. <laughs> uh yes that's true and that's he's only so cool. getting shorter now that's so he's awesome 61 now oh, so dude that's just, so cool he's becoming a crotchety old man uh, oh, awesome. he also calls social media anti-social yeah media. i know I mean, you told like, me that one that's good that's did i good tell you stuff. about that one yeah like he that's, hates social media that's good stuff man <laughs> oh 
Yeah. Shrink it up. Oh, that's so good. Okay. It's it's actually, it's really funny because he talks about uh, Christians and religious people, and he talks about how he hates them because of how close-minded they are. Except my dad is one of the most close-minded people I've ever met. <laughs> uh, so it's like this weird, hypocritical dynamic oh, going on man. in his brain. I would love to, like, get to hear his thoughts as they happen can your but, dad you know, be like, the first to... guest we do on this show please oh man maybe please <laughs> maybe i could convince him i don't know oh my god uh, that, that would be fun we have to make uh, sure we have to anyway. pick our topics specifically to tailor to his interests though i want to hear about like yes building model planes or like fucking <laughs> how he hasn't done that surprisingly he hasn't done that okay well i'm sure he's got some no, kind of crafty habit planes that, my grandpa, my grandpa was in the model planes, but uh, my mom's dad, Your family's so but, cool. Uh, All right, God, you're fucking, my family's your, your mother-in-law sends you cans of tuna for Christmas, your dad hates the religions, oh and, no. and fucking wears a ponytail to write a book. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> family's great. Yeah, my, they're like hippies, except not. <laughs> like, they would be hippies, except they don't do drugs, um, which is hilarious. Like, yeah, that's a whole other, so just, other thing. My like, dad hates drugs and alcohol and all of it. Like, he's not. Oh, so you guys are like a Puritan he, he, he atheist. Hates. Yeah, yeah. My my dad is a Puritan atheist, which is so weird. <laughs> like, that's what? Awesome. How does that happen? I don't understand. He's really so bizarre. Okay, well, you get you get that <laughs> meeting set up so we can have a conversation with this fella. Okay. Uh, so our next piece of news is a weird one, and that is that. Um, K2SO uh, will not be appearing in the first season of Andor, according to Alan Tudyk. There you is go. That, is that Tudyk? Yep. I always thought it was pronounced Tudyk. I, I never realized that it was Tudyk until Steve called me out earlier. So this is super weird. So Alan Tudyk uh, says that K2SO will not be in the first season, but that uh, apparently he is supposed to be in, like, later seasons of the show. What's really weird about this, and the, really the only reason that we're talking about it, is because when they first announced the Cassian Andor show, they had Alan Tudyk appear on stage with Diego Luna, and Kathleen Kennedy talked about how K2SO was going to be in the show, and now they've suddenly decided, no, never mind, that's not what's happening. This, this is and all just gibberish and noise. I have no idea who any of these people are. Oh, wow. I, I didn't what, realize. I don't you know what the know. hell's going on. <laughs> okay, that's. All right, I'll explain it to you. So, Diego Luna, that's the guy who's going to be. That's the main character of the show, and he was the Hispanic dude in Rogue One. Got it. I know you hate Rogue One. I do. But Continue. He's the, the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh but you don't really liked k2so that's the robot from i one. You i liked i disliked you? him the least i guess okay all right fine. i like alan See, tudyk i quite liked him yeah me too i like alan tudyk and i liked k2so um quite a bit and i was actually mildly interested in andor like i wanted to see what they're going to do with D um cassian uh, now, you're, okay, this is Andor, Andor right? Andor, not Endor. Andor. No, Andor, who is actually, uh, no way, he's not from Endor. Never mind, what the hell am I going to say? I was, I was talking, I was thinking of a different planet. But uh, yes, Andor, A-A-N-D-O-R, not Endor. Okay. Uh, and 
that's his last name in universe or whatever and that's that's who the show is going to be about and apparently the show is going to be like a spy show kind of like a james bond type of thing almost Aaron insurance sure universe. yeah 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 um which does sound like a kind of a fun premise for a star wars show like i'm interested in that but i'm a little irritated that they suddenly decided that k2 is not going to be in the show uh at like out of nowhere like they like why did they even announce it if that was going to be rewritten it, it just it really just uh exemplifies how not very well planned star wars has been since disney took over and it's really weird like i mean star wars has never been very well planned that's not really what star wars is meant to be they just kind of fill in the gaps later on uh, which is something I think a lot of Star Wars fans forget is that like that's what the whole series is is that yeah. they just write shit and then they decide later how that how that makes sense because it doesn't really uh, like like how uh, the Kessel Run works and how uh, a parsec is a unit of distance not time which they had to like write this convoluted backstory a very awkward have... uh, way of making it a shortcut so it was actually a distance. Yes. Like, like, does it work? Yes. But it's weird as fuck. And the only reason it works is because they bent over backwards trying to make it work. Because they needed to come up with something plausible enough that it could work. And that's how, that's how Star Wars always is. Uh, but it still is frustrating where it's like, yes, that's how it's always been. But does it have to be that way? Like, could you not plan ahead a little bit? Like, maybe when you're making an entire trilogy of movies, maybe you could have a rough idea of what the beginning, middle, and end is going to be before you start filming. Just an idea. Just a thought for the future, you guys. Sorry, that's... I'm still bitter about uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, I am annoyed. I'm annoyed that K2SO is not going to be in the show, but I'm going to try not to let that ruin the show for me. And I know for a fact that you're not going to bother to watch the show unless nope. I like, didn't even know it existed. Arm. So here's the thing, Adam. We've uh, talked about it so many times. <laughs> yeah, but I forget everything we talk about, and that you know that's, that's true. That's, that's that's on record as me forgetting. Uh, but man the, in the mirror. Sorry. Go thank ahead. you. Uh, <laughs> the the point is that. This is having problems, and Rogue One was having problems because the good lord is telling you not to make this, but people aren't listening. He's telling you that, hey, stop making Rogue One-related things because it's poopy garbage. <laughs> I know you hate Rogue One. I hate uh, Rogue One. I'll, that's the other thing that's fascinating about this show is that uh so rogue one had issues behind the scenes mm -hmm. and then they brought in a new writer whose name is tony gilroy and he rewrote like a huge section of the movie like basically the beginning and the end of the movie he completely changed nice uh, so he was responsible for all the characters it. dying at the end yes that was smart of him yes that was smart uh, of him it, it actually that was a good idea i i honestly think that in many ways tony gilroy saved rogue one i think that he went above and beyond trying to fix a movie that wasn't working and he actually i think he did a pretty good job based on my understanding well, he did the best he could went down he did the best he could that's my understanding somebody gives you a bowl and of mashed I'm potatoes and tells you to build a house you can only do so well you know exactly exactly 
Um, Because there was a lot of issues with the movie as they were making it. Uh, And that's exactly what happened with this, is apparently as they were writing this Cassie and Andor show, they were having a lot of issues with figuring out what the plot was going to be and what was going to happen and who was even going to be in the show. And then they brought in Tony Gilroy, the same guy, uh, and he rewrote the show and decided that K2SO was not going to be in the show until later on. He was going to have like the first season just be about Cassian, even though this is, he decided that after the show had already been announced and after they had already announced that K2SO was going to be in the show. And now here we are talking about it. And it's like, Jesus Christ, what is it? Like, I think you're right. I feel like God himself is trying to convince um, <laughs> Lucasfilm to just cool it with Rogue One because it just isn't meant to be. It's divine That's the intervention. Only explanation I have. That's all it is. It's it's divine intervention, or really, it's just like we have a cool premise, but we don't know how to make that into an actual tangible product. We just have a kind of neat idea, and we don't know where to go with it. And that's a fucking problem as far as I'm concerned. Like, hmm, maybe you shouldn't make a show then. But hey, whatever. Exactly. That's how writing my porno is going. (laughs) I've got a really cool idea about space, but I just don't know how to make it work. Jesus Christ. Okay. Our next piece of news is still Star Wars related, and that is that uh, apparently there's going to be a new Knights of the Old Republic game. Now, I want to say very, very clearly that this is a report, and reports can be wrong and have often been wrong. This is not confirmed. We do not know this for an absolute fact. However, the report says that the this new game is not going to be made by EA or BioWare, who, you know, obviously they made the original Knights of the Old Republic, uh, but it's going to be made by a brand new studio, and apparently we're not like we'll never guess who the new studio is going to be did buzzfeed write this article yeah i (laughs) apparently i don't know uh but uh i do find that interesting and i don't know what to make of that like it's like what is it going to be made by nintendo nintendo is making knights of the old republic (laughs) like that's the only one that would genuinely surprise that would surprise me like you know (laughs) (laughs) knights of the old republic brought to you by hal laboratories yeah, exactly. Like, you know, fucking uh, Game Freak brought to- <laughs> Game Freak is right, making yeah. a new Knights of the Old Republic game. Like, what the fuck? Like, how? How does that even work? Star Wars. But I am very interested in Knights of the Old Republic as a concept. It's not something that I've read like a whole lot of. Like I know there's a lot of books and comics and video games and all these things that were made about the Knights of the Old Republic. I've only touched on that a little bit in the Star Wars stuff that I've read. Like just just a handful of things here and there. Uh, But I think it's a really cool premise, and I am so down with them doing something with that time period. Finally, people have been asking for this for years. And, I mean, they've had Star Wars for, what, six years now? And they haven't even kind of done anything with it. And it, it's frustrating. And I am very okay with, like, a reboot of Knights of the Old Republic that kind of fits it into the new canon. Uh, Steve, would you ever, would you even think about playing this game or no? Uh, probably not. But it's just not my no, kind of you, game, I guess. you're not interested? 
Nah, not really. You're not interested in like a Star Wars RPG set no. in like the distant past? Nope. No? Nope. Oh man, I I don't understand how that doesn't immediately make you like, you know, jizz your nerd pants. I, I know like, I it I know it. you don't understand, but that's okay. I couldn't possibly explain yeah, it to it's you. It's okay, it's fine. Uh, but, uh, I'm down. I'm, I'm very, very excited. And I hope that this is true. I really, really hope that they actually are doing this. And now I'm kind of hoping that it is developed by Game Freak. That's like my new hope. You know, it's, it's completely unlikely and ridiculous, but that's, that's what I want now. <laughs> so here we are. <clears throat> All right. So our last piece of news is that a second class action lawsuit has been filed against CD Projekt Red. Uh, apparently this time it's actually being filed by the investors of the company uh, who felt that they were misled on the performance of the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions of the game. Uh, which, you know, they completely fucking were because the game was completely unplayable on the PS4 and Xbox One. I know that they've released several patches, and I know that it's much, much better now, but even so, the game was released, and it was completely broken. Uh, shout out to my man Aiden, who, if he did make it this far into the episode, good on you, man. Don't crash your car. <laughs> uh, anyway. Wait, what, what does um, that have also, to do with CD Projekt Red? Sorry, a a Aiden... Aiden is this guy who I work with who's been listening to the show and he always and he's like a he's really into cyberpunk or at least I believe he used to be really into cyberpunk and he was uh criticizing me for my apparently I got some of the minor details wrong of um like how poorly the game was playing oh okay. uh, and I'm not a technical minded guy was it, so if I do get some of the details wrong sorry my man was it and also was it, playing, you know, was he, it playing better than he thought it was or was it playing worse than you thought it was it was playing better it was playing better than i thought it was apparently oh, apparently okay. it was like uh an australian version of the game was like completely broken but the u.s version wasn't and i didn't mention that and i don't know it doesn't matter uh anyway also a report uh that uh came out last week says that multiple developers believed that the game was not going to be ready until 2022 but that the publisher, my understanding, is that the publisher just went ahead and wanted to release it as scheduled. Because they'd already delayed the game a couple of times. And I just, I, I again, want to talk about how irritated I am with uh, modern gaming, or, you know, modern game development, I guess I should call it. And that I absolutely hate that games keep getting released that are not finished. If I buy a product, I want it to function. I don't think that that's a crazy idea. I don't think I'm expecting too much here. Like, I don't want to buy broken things. And if you're releasing something that's broken, then I don't want to pay full price for it. Or really, I don't want to buy it at all. Um, and I'm just so irritated that that has become the norm when it comes to modern video games, especially games as a service or whatever, so, which is a fucking So would joke. you say that it is CD Projekt Ready? <laughs> CD Projekt Ready? Uh, no, I would say that it was not, or I guess maybe that's what we should call it now. When something is released and it's not fucking ready, we'll just call it CD Project Ready. Is that what we're going to call it? I kind of like that yep. idea. Yep, all right, I'm in. <laughs> That's going to be a, a recurring thing. Cool, sounds good. 
uh, I, I still haven't played uh, Cyberpunk 2077, and I probably won't for, like, at least a year or two. Uh, but it's just, I just want to talk about how irritated, how irritating this all is. And, like, they have this huge launch, it makes all this money, except that the game is broken! Or, like, is so, it's still super glitchy. Last I heard, the, the latest update that they came out with, uh, introduced a new game-breaking bug. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I, I, I just... I don't have words for this. I don't. I do not have words for how irritating this is to me. Like, and this is a game that I don't even care about. This is not a game that I was even interested in, and I haven't even played it. <sighs> what do you think, Steve? Uh, Are you? Do you think that it's okay for them to release games like this? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. No, that's like, fucked up, dude. I don't even know what to do about it. Like, you know, I guess people should, like, uh should vote with their wallet or whatever like hey here's an idea don't buy games when they are broken well everybody that's kind of can the, well, everybody no, that just agree? that doesn't really work because they're not all broken it's just the old ones that are for the previous consoles that are broken so you can't just be like i just won't buy those Wait, ones because yeah. how would you have known they were broken until then the real thing you should do is try not to have such disdain and open contempt for your customers and not sell them a broken piece of garbage yes Yes, I agree. Like, hey, uh, and I, I don't think that it's CD Projekt Red specifically that is the problem here, because it sounds like they, you know, internally knew the game wasn't ready and they wanted to delay it again. But the report is that it was the publisher, Square Enix, who decided, I think it's Square Enix, right? Whatever. Uh, the report is that the publisher wanted to go ahead with it anyway. And, uh, you know, we've, I know we've complained about game publishers many, many times before, but I'm just going to keep beating that dead horse until something changes. <laughs> like, fuck EA, fuck Square Enix, fuck all of these companies who release games that are broken. The bare minimum, my, my minimum expectations is that a game functions. That's it. Like, that is not ridiculous. And anybody who says that I'm being unfair is wrong. Like, I don't want to pay full price for something that doesn't work. That's not crazy. Anyway, uh, we're now going to move on to, um, not my, I was going to say my humble opinion, but that's not right, to, uh, oh crap, what's it called? Magic Hour. We're going to move on to Magic Hour. There you now. go. Uh, and all I remember that happened last time was it was there was like a new age. Right? There is a new age. The, the ice age, the ice age was over, and it was oh god, what was it? I can't remember what it was. Oh yeah, and there was some sort of spell, uh, spell of worlds or something the world like that. Spell, yes. I, world spell. Okay, I don't know. I still don't know what that is, but um, I'm gonna. I might ask about it. So okay. Anyway, what what do we got this time? Uh, Steve? Well. We are now entering the Flood Age, which takes place from 2000 or the year 2934 AR to 3285 AR. Alrighty. Alright. Uh, this one does not have a specific year, but it does happen prior to the year 2334, or two, 2934, prior to the events of the Flood Age. Alright. Uh, flood Age, that was awesome. Yes. Christina leaves Taysir. Sorry, go ahead. I, Christina leaves Taysir. Ravidel is apprenticed to Taysir. Taysir craves to return home, but cannot return to, Rabide to, to Rabia because of Nalia's spell. 
Ravidel pushes Taesir to kill Planeswalkers and use their energy to pierce the spell, just like Ferelin did to the uh, Ferelin did to the shard during the summit. Taesir hunts down Leshrik, but cannot bring himself to kill in cold blood, so he imprisons him in Phyrexia. Ravidel leaves Taesir for an unspecified amount of time. Wow. Okay. Uh, Alright, well then, tell me more about the world spell and, like, this <laughs> thing they're going to do to pierce it. That's what I want to know. I want to know more about that. Well, How well those are two different things, spell? so you need to pick one. <sighs> Fine. Tell me how to pierce the world spell. That sounds No, that's not. That's the same thing again. You, those are two different ideas. What? It's not? Wait. Oh. All right. Wait. Oh, it is two different ideas? So they're not trying to pierce the... All right. Then what spell are they trying to pierce? What? Now I'm all confused. God damn it. This, this universe does not make any sense to me. And why must all the names be weird as fuck? Okay. Anyway. So, uh, fine. T tell me about the world spell. That's my decision. Tell me about the world spell. All right. Uh, the world spell was a super powerful spell cast by uh, the character we previously discussed. I'm not even going to bother telling you who it is. You're not going to remember who it is anyway. The world spell uh, ended... Taysir? No, that's not Taysir. Uh, the world spell oh, ended yeah. the Ice Age by using oodles and Urza. caboodles of magic. No, it, wasn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oodles and caboodles of super Fuck. powerful right. ancient magic to end the Ice Age. It also kills the person who used it. So, you know. So it ended the ice. It ended age the ice age, and with oodles and oodles and oodles of magic. Yep. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you know, it, it takes a lot of magic to change the climate I... of a planet. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's it's uh, global warming the spell. Uh, yes, yes, it is global warming the spell. <laughs> uh well, cool. Uh, I guess now we're going to move on to uh, my humble opinion. Steve, do you have a humble opinion uh, this week? Yes, I do have a little bit of a baby one. All right, go for it. Uh, so, uh, I have been trolling around watching some stuff, and you know what? I decided to check out that Harley Quinn show. The one there on oh, the HBO. Okay. And I was like, uh, hey, I remember actually thinking that this was going to be cool. So, uh, I checked it out. And you know what? In my humble opinion... The Harley Quinn show is not bad. That probably shocks you to hear, but it's not. Yeah. It's not. Wait, it's not it's bad. not bad, no. It's not oh. great, but, you that's, know, it's, 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 that's it's amazing. That's, I mean, that's a lot, that's high praise coming from you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Especially since it's a Harley like, Quinn product. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's basically, very true. Basically, everybody in that show is a sort of caricature of their... I'm going to say real-life version of themselves. Like, uh, right, right. like, yeah, like yeah, Batman like is in that show, and he's whatever. kind of like a halfway between Batman and the animated series Batman and Lego Batman. <laughs> okay. Because, okay. you know, he's very serious, but he's also awesome. like, a, Alfred, I have to go. I'm, I'm the knight. I have to go. <laughs> I, I actually just watched Lego Batman yesterday, so that's yeah. funny. That so he's very much like that, that, like like but... fucking Jim Gordon's, like a burned out drunk, like a like a like a like a a spazzy alcoholic. He used to, they keep saying he uh -huh. used to be such a good cop, and now he's like you know a drunk. Fucking Bane that's is amazing. Bane okay. is basically just Bane, except they let him keep his dumb uh, mask voice, you know, or like that. He still sounds like that, except worse. It's worse now. Good. 
you think the darkness is your ally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, he, he's that, except they also made him stupid. Okay. His, okay. his main shtick is he's going around to inanimate things and I'll kill you. That his main shtick is telling inanimate objects that I'll well, kill you. Well, everybody everybody that's, bullies that's Bane, so like he, he and like he gets the wrong oh, coffee yeah. order and he's like, "Ah, Jake from Starbucks, your death is soon." Shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch in this. His, this in his, awesome. in his stupid Bane voice. Uh, also fucking okay. Kite Man okay. is there. Everybody's favorite here, uh, villain, Kite, Kite Man. Kite Man. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds um, fun. I don't know what to call that. <laughs> like, all right, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. He Shit, go. He uh, he starts dating Poison Ivy. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's wow. He's he's uh... <laughs> batting outside, of, uh, punching outside his weight class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's punching outside his weight class. That's what that's called. Yep, yep that's what I was trying to think of. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, but everybody's okay. a little bit of a okay. character. Uh, fucking uh, Poison Ivy is basically just like a like a, a Greenpeace fighter, you know? She just likes to get conservation efforts going. She identifies as a, uh, a, what was it, a environmental terrorist or something like that. Okay, okay, yeah. sure, but, so, sure. So Harley Quinn is uh, wants to set out on her own, stop being uh, the Joker's sidekick or whatever, because she finally realized that, uh, the, you know, he's thrown her out of enough helicopters as bait for Batman enough times where she's starting to suspect that maybe he doesn't like her that much. Crazy I know, thought. I know. Like, wow, Joker doesn't care about anyone? So she tries to what? strike out on her own like... as a villain uh, with, with her pal and roommate, Poison Ivy. Uh, well, not really with Poison Ivy's help. She's just kind of, they, they share a house, but Poison Ivy's She's not helping there. her doing villainy. Yeah. And she realizes that, hey, you know what? I need a team. Teams are what, how you get villains going. And there's like, uh, she gets uh, Dr. Psycho, who mm. loses faith with, or uh, loses face with the uh, Injustice League after he calls Wonder Woman a bad name. So no one wants to work with him anymore. Oh. Uh, we have Clayface, wow. who is just a thespian and very annoying. Uh, we have King Shark, who is like a, a guy who's a shark, and he doesn't really contribute much else. <laughs> like he, um, uh-huh. in the first introduction episode, it kind of made him sound like he was supposed to be the tech guy, but they don't really do a lot of tech things, so it never really comes up. Also, there's an old man who's a cyborg who's in a wheelchair who can turn into a car. I I really need to watch this. I'm definitely going to watch this now. This sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, it's okay. it's pretty cute. cool. And uh, the whole show is basically... Well, the first season is basically just Harley Quinn trying to make it as her own villain and no one giving her any respect and uh, trying to join the, uh, uh-huh. the, the Injustice League or the Legion of Doom, whatever one it was in the show. I don't remember. Legion of Doom. The Legion of Doom. And it's like a it's like a country club. Like they go there and like Scarecrow's given like a tour and is like, "Hey, did you ever want an evil nuclear submarine? We have three for our members only." It's great stuff. Wow. Yeah. Also, they kill okay. a lot that of named great. villains in this uh, in this show. Lots of named villains die. But you know, it's not um, canon. Like who? Who died? Uh, Penguin well, dies. Yeah, Scarecrow dies. Uh, Joker dies uh-huh. once. Oh come on, Joker can't. Well, die. it didn't. Joker's, it didn't stick. Like, good. That's how it should be. It, like, it, like, all right, all right. Sounds. Uh, good. I, I, it sounds like you want I'm to watch this, so I won't spoil too much of it for you. And Joker's awesome yeah, arc. Yeah, I think I will watch Joker's awesome arc that he has. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, oh, um, also, oh, also, Joker finds out who Batman is, and he gets really upset about that because he's bored. Then, 
Because oh, Joker, I'm Joker also wins. I just am. I'm just reminded of uh, like because I just watched Lego Batman, and there's this point where Joker is like, "Are you saying that Bruce, that Batman is Bruce Wayne's roommate?" Right. <laughs> like so, yeah. Okay. Also, Joker's 25. What? That's I don't know. No, I feel like Joker has to be at least thirty in my in my head. I know it, it is weird. Like, Joker should be like. 30 but anyway, or 40 yeah, uh, it's it's cool. I think actually Harley Quinn is probably the worst character in her own show, which is unfortunate. But you know, Ooh. mostly yeah, she's just kind sense. of an idiot and annoying and makes the wrong call basically all the time. But you know, that's like the point of the show, I guess. I I right. truth be told, I watched this like four weeks ago, and I've just been sitting on it this whole time. And I don't remember much of it, which is why I'm not giving a very uh, accurate representation of the program. But I needed to have something to talk about today, so I defaulted back to this thing. And I'm basically piecing it together from what I can remember of marathoning this show. Fair enough. Well, uh, do you have anything else to say, or are you good? Uh, it's cool how it didn't suck, in my humble opinion. It doesn't yeah. suck. Yeah, that's very exciting. Like, holy shit. It, it's so refreshing when DC releases something that isn't hot garbage. Like, that's just like, oh, wow, you can do that? Well, they're like, so good at animated could. stuff, it's frustrating that they're not good at real things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, so I guess I'll do mine then. And actually, it's kind of related to yours. So uh, I've, I know I've talked about it before, but uh, I'm now deep into uh, Titans. Uh, on HBO Max, or, and I, okay, so I finished the first season, and now I'm most of the way through the second season, I think I only have a, a few episodes left, uh, I just couldn't quite finish it, I watched six episodes back to back yesterday, and I just couldn't do it anymore. Just six? Uh, well, I, Megan was at work. I didn't want to do it while she was at while she was home because like she doesn't like the show at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every time that we're watching the show, she's like, "Why are you watching this?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Like because I want to talk about it on my show. Oh, okay. And so now here we are. So, in my humble opinion, uh, the first season uh suffer suffers really really badly from having what i'm assuming is a really small budget like the the bi the biggest example of this is so at the very end or like in one of the last episodes of the show uh raven spoiler alert um raven summons triton right mm -hmm. uh and uh, as a as a quick aside have you ever watched uh the show castle steve with nathan fillion have you ever seen nope. that Okay, then never mind. Well, so the so she summons Titan and like who she like pulls from like a mirror and it's and I was expecting, you know, a giant, you know, four-eyed demon man. Wait, are you saying Trigon? Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Trigon. My I always I always fuck up his name. Yes, Trigon. That's who I'm talking about. Uh, so she summons Trigon. And she pulls him out of this mirror thing, and instead of being, like, this giant demon man, uh, he is instead this white Irish guy. Like, he's just some dude who is, like, this, just this skinny little white <laughs> That's guy. That's a TV budget for and you. And, yeah, yeah, it is. What's really funny, though, is, so, 
that's like the end of the first season is he comes out of this mirror thing and he's like i'm gonna fuck up everything and then it ends and then at the beginning of the second season uh he uh raven's heart breaks which is what which is what he was waiting for i don't know if that's from the comics or anything because i don't remember that you mean like literally um, or like emotionally no like emotionally her heart breaks but then once her uh, she's emotionally ready triton turns into or i'm sorry trigon trigon turns into actual trigon and the cgi is okay not great but it, it could be worse at least he looks like fucking trigon so i'm not complaining too much uh but he turns into trigon grabs her heart in her chest and rips it out of her crushes it in his hand and it like just does this weird disintegration thing and it turns into like this little gem and then he sticks it into her forehead and that's where she got her forehead crystal it's her literal heart that trigon gave her nice or something and it makes her more powerful and then almost immediately, I mean, more shit happens, but almost immediately, she, uh, put, she, like, destroys him slash sends him back into his dimension or whatever. Like, they're all acting like he's dead now. Like, that's how they presented it. They're like, and now you killed your father. And I'm like, bullshit, she killed her father. She just put him back in his little dimension. But Yeah, he's like, there for the sequel That's now. not what they're saying. Yeah, he's re- like I know he's going to come back, but that's like a whole other thing. And then the actual plot of the show starts uh and it's like subs- like basically the second that that happens once Trigon is dealt with and she has the crystal thing in her in her head and then that's when Dick decides that he actually wants to restart the Titans again. That's when the show actually gets good which is around episode three or so of the second season. So (laughs) I made it through an entire season of bullshit just for the show to finally get good, like halfway through the second season. Well, not quite half, but whatever. Um, And you can tell that the second season, there's like, like they finally figured out what they wanted the show to be. Slade slash Deathstroke is the main villain, and he's fucking awesome, and I love that. Uh, My biggest complaint, though, is that, so I'm now almost two seasons in, and Robin slash Dick is still not Nightwing, and I'm, he already, he burned his Robin outfit halfway through the first season because he, I don't want to be Robin anymore. I have to be somebody else, something else. And he still isn't someone else. Like, they're trying to, like, do this so fucking slowly. This show has, like, it feels like uh, like Daredevil in some ways, except it's almost worse than Daredevil in the everything is going really slowly department. Like, I feel like at every opportunity, they are pumping the brakes at, like, any time they can. Any time. Like, they just, out of no, like, you know, they'll be right in the middle of this Deathstroke shit, and, like, Deathstroke is trying to kill Jason Todd, and it's this giant crazy, ins- you know, like... Jason Todd is falling from a building and then the episode ends and then they dedicate an entire 44 minute episode 
to the origin story of Superboy, who has not been in the show before, other than a very, very quick cameo at the end of the first season. Nice. And, like, they just have this entire Superboy episode, which was actually a pretty good episode. Like, I like Superboy a lot in this show. He has, like, the emotional intelligence of a two-year-old, so he's, like, very childlike and innocent, and that's kind of a fun dynamic compared to the rest of the world-weary, look-at-me-I'm-so-dark-and-edgy characters they have literally everywhere. It's nice to have somebody who's more innocent and childlike. I think he brings a nice dynamic to the team, except that he just shows up out of nowhere. And then he saves Jason Todd, who's falling from this building after this incredibly long-winded origin story, and now he's a part of the team. And Starfire is there, but she might be going back to her planet, and she has absolutely nothing to do in the plot whatsoever. She's just around for some reason. And Hawk and Dove are there. <laughs> nice. And, like, and Hawk has this really fucked up backstory where he was, like, sexually abused as a child. And he and that's why he became a superhero, so that he could basically murder pedophiles. And that's very tragic and fucked up and not important in any way to anything else that's happening in the show. This show, quite simply has too many characters. There are so many fucking characters and, like, plot points and things that are happening in this show, and I, for the life of me, I cannot understand where the fuck they're going with it. Like, I don't know what's happening anymore. It's just, like, a bunch of shit happening, which is kind of fun. Like, I'm a sucker for a team of, of, like, different superhero like i love superhero teams like that like you know they have like a weird dynamic and they bring and they each have their own different thing that they bring to the table like i love like i love that beast boy can turn into a tiger and i which oh yeah that's another thing do you remember ages ago when i was talking about how beast boy would never work in live action do you remember that I agree, yeah. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Hello? yeah, I remember. Yeah? Yeah. He doesn't really work in live action, because I think he turns into a tiger, like, a total of eight times throughout the entire series, and he only actually does something as a tiger, like, twice. Most of the other time, he's just there, and he's a tiger. And it's a really, really bad CGI tiger. Nice. And it's very obviously not actually there. Uh, oh, and one time, he turns into a snake. And I think that that's it. He turns into a snake once and a tiger every other time. Cool. And he spends most of the series doing absolutely nothing whatsoever. He's just kind of there and talking to people. The show has so many people just talking all the time about, like, how tragic their lives are. And it's like, okay, like, I get that your lives are tragic because they fucking are. But also, that's not why I'm here. I would really like it if you could get back to the main plot. Like, I want to know what's going to happen with Deathstroke. Jason Todd's been falling for two episodes. What's <laughs> happening? Like, like, oh my god. Like, this show is just so long-winded. It's so long-winded. But at the very, very least, the second season is a very big step up from the first season. Like, I would honestly say that anybody who's interested in the Titans show should just skip 
like 80% of the first season. Just like watch a highlight reel of the first season and then just jump straight into the second season because you don't want to bother with the first season because it's fucking boring. It's so fucking boring. Like, Is there a season the one recap at the beginning of season two? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't remember, honestly. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but I, I don't believe so. But yeah, you should just watch a season one recap. That's all you need to know. The only thing that they establish in season one that actually matters is the dynamic of the team. That's like it. Except even then, that then the second season introduces a bunch of additional characters, so you don't even really need that. Because like like I mentioned, Starfire is basically not in the show for like a long period of time. Like she's just off doing her own thing and trying to decide whether or not she's gonna go back to her home planet. Which isn't a bad story. It's actually like the actress is pretty is is pretty cool also i she's gorgeous holy shit i starfire is like so very sexy and i i, I make of that what you will but right. I'm, it's distracting it's distracting that's that's all i'll say uh also uh raven the actress who plays her sucks <laughs> she gets a lot better in the second season like because you can tell that because she's very young i think she's like 16 uh, in real life, like, right now. So I'm pretty sure she was, like, 14 when they were filming the first season. Uh, so, like, I don't want to be too mean to her because, like, okay, you're a kid, whatever, but she sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, she, like, she's not good at all. And it's, like, very annoying because she's basically the main character in the first season. In the second season is when she starts to, like, become a background character, and that's when she starts to actually get good. Go figure. Weird. Uh, Sorry, not sorry. There's just, like, I really feel like what they need to do in this show is to, like, kill off, like, at least three characters. Or, or like, if not kill them off, have them, like, leave the show for real. Like, the, the there's a bunch of characters who keep getting pulled back into the action even though they don't want to be involved anymore. Like, Donna Troy should leave because she doesn't want to be there. And she should just go back to Themyscira and be done with it because I don't give a shit about her. And fucking um, Hawk and Dove, both of them want to leave, but they keep, like, getting involved in the plot. And then Deathstroke shows back up again. And then and apparently there's this big, rich history with uh, the, the original Titans and Deathstroke. Oh, yeah, that's another thing is that uh, the show does a ton of flashbacks. Like, the original team of Titans was... Robin, like Dick Grayson Robin, uh, Hawk, Dove, and Aqualad, and there was one, oh, and Donna Troy, our Wonder Girl, who also, I don't know who the fuck Wonder Girl is, I'm not familiar with her character at all, so I don't have a lot of investment in her, sorry, um, but then, uh, they do this whole very, very long, complex backstory episode, I think several backstory episodes dedicated to Deathstroke, and Deathstroke killed Aqualad, and then they all wanted to kill Deathstroke, and then they and then they found Deathstroke's son, who was a mute because he got his throat slashed by these assassins who wanted to kill Deathstroke, and that's a whole thing, and then they, uh, but that, but he has superpowers for some fucking reason, and then they get in, and then they, they try to bring him into the Titans, because he's a really nice guy, and then uh, he gets involved in this fight with Deathstroke and then he dies 
because he wanted to protect Robin. It's just so complicated. The show is unnecessarily complicated. And I really think it ultimately it just boils down to they want to pad the runtime and they want to make the show longer than it has to be. And I think that they could just cut out some of the fluff and be done with it, but they haven't. So fuck it, I guess. Whatever. And well, so right, in then. my humble opinion... T- so, in my humble opinion, Titans is okay, and it has been slowly getting better, but there's just so much garbage shit that happens that you don't need to care about or watch or think about, and yet it just keeps fucking happening. There's so much wasted time in this show, and it's very irritating. And that's it. If I had to give it a number, like, right now... I guess I'd give it like a five and a half out of ten, but I haven't finished the second season yet, so I can't do... If I... I guess the first season, I'd give like a four out of ten, because I really didn't like the first season very much. The second season, I'd probably give like a six, unless they fuck up the ending. I don't know yet. (laughs) Uh, So yeah. Uh, Titans is... eh, It's fine. Like, whatever. Uh, and those are the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye!